Hi guys, welcome to the Save Your Spoon podcast. I'm your host Natalie. We are back at it again for another season. I wouldn't be me if I didn't record this already and then decide that I wanted it to be better for everyone and decided to re-record it the day I plan on posting it. All right, well, I hope everyone had a great holiday season. I know that the holidays definitely bring up some heavy emotions, and I know they did for me. So I hope you gave yourself the grace to sit with those emotions and just let them pass as they naturally would. For me, journaling was really good at getting them out. And a big theme for me was actually connection. I think a lot of my previous problems with the holiday season was that It felt fragmented and I felt very rushed and busy at all points of the holiday season. This time I really made the effort to try to establish more, what's the word, like traditions in my family. I got to spend time with my boyfriend's family. Shout outs to his sister if you're listening. You're awesome and I love you. But today we are going to talk about what things are like back in to the new year 2024. I'm so blessed to have everyone here for another transformative year. I was reflecting on just 2023 and how much I've grown and I think it's notable. You know, getting to the point where you are willingly putting yourself out there repeatedly on social media, it's scary to do and it's hard to work over the thought that There are people that are probably sending your things in their little group chats. There are people who are probably stalking you from afar that don't want to follow you or that don't want to give you any kind of recognition. And you know what? To each their own. For me, I get more benefits. The benefits will always outweigh the risks. I've really come to terms with thinking about how risks... The bigger the risk, the bigger the reward. And so if I'm risking myself by putting my life out there for entertainment, if I'm risking myself by just like exerting time into these passion projects, for me, the reward has already been very fulfilling, but there's probably a bigger reward on the way. I'm like hopeful that there are opportunities and things that we don't even know exist. So I'm excited to see what kind of doors open up in 2024. So thank you for my long introduction, but I really want to talk about today, like I said, (laughs) my goals for 2024. I want to focus on goal writing, what I personally did to set myself up for success, where I see myself going with social media and just engaging in content creation, and the way that my mindset has shifted from 2023 going into 2024, because I noted a little already, but it has like really reflecting on it, I'm like, oh my God, where did this newfound confidence come from? I spent 26, 27 years building confidence and now I'm kind of looking at myself like I think 16-year-old me would probably start crying of happiness if she knew the things that I was putting out right now. I'm going to start with a preface that everyone has a different timeline. It is never too late to start planning your goals. It is never too late to start taking action towards things you want to accomplish. That being said, for me, I waited, I feel like, so long to start. I tried and I failed. And when it's aligned, it will be aligned. Like, you will know. Like, I started a blog or I started, like, a fitness Instagram in college and I wasn't there and I think the people I was hanging out with a lot, that part of my life 
was not ready for the full commitment of what I'm doing now. If you have a goal in mind, just remember that divine timing and like God's plan exists. Sometimes if you try to force it too soon, you'll see like this is not the time. It is not ready. So keep that in mind if you're like, wow, I don't have it in me to start this goal. Additionally, my roommate, shout out Liz, she brought up an awesome point that the new year, the seasonal new year actually starts in the spring. And so she's like, you know what? This is my time to like just enjoy the winter season. Humans hibernate. Like this is why it feels like we're slower in the winter seasons. We need to take more time to relax. We need to take more time to like spend the time doing what we love like indoors and I really respected that point I think that's something that I don't necessarily see in myself or resonate with but I think it's really awesome that she and other people are doing that so if you also resonate with this feel free to save this episode and look back at it during the new year I made a TikTok about this I am a seasonal depression baddie Right now, I'm actually using my happy light as a ring light just for that added boost. Something that I really recognize through my blog and anytime I'm having a difficult time or challenging experience, I always tune into my passion projects. I find this like such a beautiful goal to have. I think they have helped me so much. So what I really value during this time is that for me, I need to prioritize my goals. I need to prioritize things that I love just to combat any feelings of depression, any feelings of sulking, any feelings that may be attributed to like hopelessness. I am a very goal-oriented person. I feel like half of these podcast episodes have to do with like mindset, motivation, inspiration, let's level up together. So it's no surprise that for me, I literally sat my little butt down and went at it on January 1st. I made a big vision board of everything I wanted to do this year and played my music and just had a blast. I love planning goals. I love reflecting on how far I've come. I love seeing what kind of goals I can make in a realistic time, making benchmark goals. It zaps that depression away and it kind of makes it so I have things to lean on if I do have any feelings of hopelessness or any kind of like numbness creep up. Now let's get to TMI on depression. So that's why I really prioritize setting my goals. I typically write a diary, a long diary entry of like a year in the future. And I still did that this year, but it wasn't my only source. So In this diary entry, I talk about it in present daytime. So, for example, I wrote, it is December 29th, 2024, January 1st, 2025. Like, and I'll talk about where I am in my career, where I am in my relationship, where I am with my family, how I look. And then I'll add keywords about like, it feels so empowering to have made it this far in my career. It feels so warm to have such a stable relationship and writing in present day helps you like think this is this could be my future it helps with visualization it also helps you think about what kind of steps you'll need to take what kind of actions that person is engaging in who has what you want like what that person would be doing and then 
it also, that feeling, for some reason, like, it could go two ways. The hippy-dippy people think that, like, it's easier to manifest because thoughts create feelings, feelings create actions, and actions create outcomes. So when you tie a thought to a feeling, you're more likely to take that action because you associate it with something positive. Like, for example... I got to raise my job and that made me happy. You're going to work because you want to feel that happiness towards you. So really making sure that I included those in my writing. And I usually honestly write these down and then I never look at them until the next year. Like I recently looked at what I wrote for 2023 and like, yeah, a lot of it did come true. I also kept a lot of things vague just because like, I my big thing is like I want to feel abundant in my life. I want to be happy. I want to feel safe in my relationship. I don't necessarily need like X amount of followers or X amount of blah blah blah. Um, but I did try to incorporate that a little more in my goals this year. <sighs> okay, so how I did this. Now, I'm integrating a little of my speech language pathology. Shout out IEP teams. So when we are working on an IEP, we have a long-term goal. This long-term goal will look like, it'll be like little Johnny will prove his speech sound production of RSTH as measured with 80% accuracy, blah, 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 by the end of this IEP. And then the short-term goals or the objectives will include like just individual R or individual S or where it would be in the sentence or word, sentence level, whatever. And there's another way you could do it too, as in like he will work on R to improve his intelligibility and then it'll be like he'll get R in 60% of trials. He'll get are in 80% of trials. So look at R in 90%. And so it's kind of like a benchmark. I kind of incorporated both of those things when I was thinking about my own personal goals. And being in this content creation that I've like adored, I have really tailored my goals towards that. So an example might be like, I will get 100 YouTube subscribers. I will get like 200 YouTube subscribers. And this helps you make realistic goals that guide you in the direction of what your dream goal would be. So like, let's just say my dream goal would be like 100,000 subscribers. I can't get to that position without having reached those other benchmark goals. And that's why it's so important to make sure that you are doing little goals in tandem with like your big dream and sometimes you can meet those goals faster than you think you need to really look at your goals from a realistic standpoint it is human nature to set up a goal that is too big to actually hit that is a form of self-sabotage so when you are goal planning and you're like oh i want to make a hundred thousand dollars selling games You're going to look, you're going to start making games, you're going to see little progress, and then you're going to give up. Like, it's going to feel so overwhelming, and you're going to really feel rattled in your self-confidence, like you're not able to do it, because you set your goal way too high. A more measurable goal would be like, I want to make $500 in games. And you could say like, I want to make $500 in games, 
in four months. You know, it's something that you could try to see your progress. I think really tying the numbers in this year is going to help me be more strategic in my content creation as well as in other areas of my life. And this doesn't have to be content creation. This could be whether you want to um, gain or lose weight, if you want to increase your income, if you want to maximize your friend group. It could go like any way you want. But the thing is, you can't jump from going on eight trips when you haven't even planned one. And that also goes into like, we have the benchmark, but there's also objectives. So let's just say you want to go on a trip. There are goals within that that you need to make in order to get that big goal accomplished. So an example would be, I have to make enough money to book the trip. I have to be able to pack what I want. I have to pick a place I want to go to. I want to make sure that this works with my work schedule. And so being able to check those out of your list would make you feel like you are closer to getting to that goal of going on a great expensive trip. I ended up making a big vision board. I'm looking at it right now. 2020 for vision. I have 10 sticky notes and they all have some type of quantified goal. Like for example, I will teach one master class. So what I did to get to that goal, I also wrote it wrong, so I'll circle back to that. I looked at everything that went well in 2023. Like I looked at everything that I started, everything that went well, everything I'm proud of myself for. And then I looked at my fears. What was I scared of? Was I scared of recognition? Was I scared of continuously putting myself out there? Was I scared of failing? So I wrote down all my fears. And then I also wrote down what I did wrong. A big one is organizing. The executive functioning. Ooh. With that, I made goals to combat my fears and to combat what I did wrong, my learning curves. And then I also looked at what people had that I wanted in my life. So this could be like, if that is recognition or if that is like a million trillion dollars, what did that girl have that made me feel jealous? Jealousy is such a good indication of where you want to go in your life because that strikes insecurity. That tells you about something you feel in the way of yourself where it like that saying where it says more about you than her, where it says more about them than you. That's exactly where it comes from. Jealousy is a reflection of your inner world. And so I took fears, learning curves, and jealousy and I kind of made my goals written to that so again as you could probably infer a lot of it's like with my podcast with my blog with content creation I made 10 goals I wrote them in a present tense form like I did and then I tied an emotion to it so an example is I feel so fulfilled having taught a master class we have the quantified one master class. We have it in present day. I feel fulfilled. And then we have the emotion feeling fulfilled. So I think that's something that shows like, okay. So I have 10 of those. And then underneath them, they're all on sticky notes. I have a little flap up and it has a present in it underneath it. 
So every time I make a goal, every time I reach it, I get to buy myself something underneath it. And I'll be completely honest, like I think three of them have jewelry under it. And then using the fears and the learning curves, I wrote six affirmations to help me help keep me in my lane. And so like I am confident in my abilities. I'm organized. I post consistently. These are things that like I felt willy nilly last year. And it's something that I really want to improve on this year. So I hope you guys appreciated this. Now I'm going to switch on a little to like social media and what I've been loving. Man, I don't know what it is. TikTok is so fun for me. Like I could just sit and talk in front of a camera and like it's just raw and real and I love talking about the things I learn anyway. That's the big reason I started a podcast. I don't care for Instagram. I really don't. It's so hard for me to post on it and I'm not like an aesthetically like I have an eye for some things and I love poetry but I love making jokes. Like I love like just being me and I feel like It's so tied to the aesthetic and the eye that like it's it ain't for me, but I'm still going to use it because it is a really good platform to drive traction. I adore my podcast. She ain't going anywhere. I plan on using it in tandem with my blog, but I love like adding more spicy details over the microphone. I feel like, again, more raw. You can see my personality come out more when I have a microphone in front of me. Like, for some reason, talking in front of a camera, talking in a microphone is natural for me. Like, I've gotten, people are like, how can you sit and talk to yourself for a half an hour, 20 minutes? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I do. So, and then I was talking to Liz and I decided to give YouTube another shot. My YouTube is just Natalie Bianco. And I have so many ideas with this. I actually am currently speaking into a microphone and recording myself talking. I'm going to post this on YouTube if you'd rather watch it. But it's really just me sitting in um, a sports bra and my big jacket. So you're not really missing much, to be honest. But I really liked YouTube. I think it's like raw and fun, again, the visual aspect. But I think it's something that like, Will I be able to do it on top of all my other projects? I don't mean to be like, I have it worse than you guys. And I think like everyone has a very interesting life in themselves. But I just feel like I really want to show the thought process throughout my day and what I do go through. And like the fact that I do experience pain as frequently as I do and I can make it out alive. Like I started writing a blog post how I was just nominated like this provider of the month like and people were going like create like so well deserved natalie like you like an advocate for different thinkers and um, neurodiversity like you're an inspiration to all of us and it just like struck me i was like the fact that these people don't know that i have the time i'm trying to hold my head up from fatigue that i have migraines and like the fact that i have to schedule appointments in between sessions and stuff it's crazy that people don't know that and that makes me think of like everyone else who doesn't vocalize what they've been going through so I'm hoping that I continue to be like I don't know put content that inspires other people whether you are like neurodivergent whether you are like a spoonie have an autoimmune disease or if you're just interested in like 
just practicing and learning mindfulness. I think too, utilizing YouTube as a creative outlet and giving you guys like information randomly like in between my days that I find out is something that like might be kind of cool. I'm going to try it out because I haven't seen anyone done it. Do it. Oh my goodness. That's where I've been going with social media. How my outlook has changed. Again, I feel so good about 2024. I feel inspired and invigorated to keep exploring my dreams. One of my ideas that I mentioned is I really want to stay organized with business, keep my topics on a and content like organized in a calendar I hope to continue prioritizing my mornings so covering gratitude things I want to accomplish this morning things I need to look out for just like rewriting some of my past fears to help me level up in life and giving myself the affirmations every morning to start out on the right foot and that's why like this vision board with everything written out is literally right next to my bed like I turn to the left take two steps and Bam, like my face is touching it. Something that I want to remind you and also to continue to remind myself, remind myself is that for each success or each level up in life comes another set of problems. And that is just the beauty of human life. This chapter of your life is setting you up for the next one. And I need to lean into the discomfort of life to keep growing. Like I just have no, I love where I am in life. I think there is a big, there's beauty in enjoying the ride, but the way that like my soul is like, oh my goodness, to think of everything I could do in my life right now. I'm also detaching myself from needing the results. Like I just want to be there to create and to give you guys content that you would actually benefit from. I don't want to be like around the pressure of likes and I'm trusting that I have everything I need to right now, evidence or not. I'm trusting that I have the attention I deserve, evidence or not. So I'm really excited to see what is to come. And if you're interested in any topic, please let me know in the comments or you could um, DM me on Instagram or put in the Q&A box on Spotify. I'm sure you could comment on Apple. I'm just not as well first in that. Guys, we're going to grow together. That's another thing on YouTube. I'm trying to make like a let's grow together like vlog series like this world is so abundant and there's so many opportunities that we don't even know exist oh my goodness I'm so excited if you guys have any goals that you're working towards I would love to hear them in the comments I would love to hear them in my dms I would love to like keep each other accountable and inspiring each other so ah I just like love the idea of a community I hope you guys appreciated this episode i'm so excited to be back i have great ideas this year and again remember if things are feeling overwhelming or if a goal feels too big give yourself some grace okay remind yourself that this is just human nature all right i'm sending so much love and i'll see you guys next time